0: listening to the transformations with Jane podcast. I'm your host Jane Nakata, a New Zealander living her best life in Fukushima, Japan. I'm a podcast consultant and the creator of Pod Launch with Jane, a system that helps you create your dream podcast without all the drama and hassle, leaving you more free time to do the things you love to do. This show is for people who want to hear stories of women who are doing amazing things here in Japan and across the world. You'll find loads of inspiration for how you can live your best life, wherever you are. I'm glad you're here. Let's get on with the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Transformations with Jane podcast. I'm your host, Jane Nakata, coming to you from Fukushima Prefecture here in Japan. A beautiful day here in Fukushima. I'm really enjoying these autumn days. And But yes, it is getting cooler. So today on the show, I have a wonderful guest. And I think she is the youngest guest we've had on the show. Her name is Lynn Nishitani. She's a university student, but she also does some great work with Atlantic Pacific Japan. You'll hear more about them in the show today. But I just really love this conversation. It was so nice to talk to a young person who has found some purpose in their life through becoming involved with this organization Atlantic Pacific as a student and getting to see real world issues such as water safety, ocean pollution, firsthand through those activities and then have that guide her into her studies as she starts university. So if you have young people in your family who are going through school, then I think you'd love to hear what she has to say. Also, there are some great opportunities for kids who are, well, you don't have, even have to be in Japan to take part, but um, I think they, most of the opportunities are for, for example, uh, summer school, spring vacation school, that would be really of interest to a lot of people here in japan with kids who are hanging around during the holidays i would love to send my kids to some of the activities they have going because water safety is such an important topic and it's something that is really not um taken care of here i know coming from new zealand where water safety is a huge thing and we spend a lot of time teaching kids how to be safe in the water or how to be safe in the sea Whereas in Japan, that just really doesn't happen unless you go to swimming school, um, and then you still don't really know how to swim safely in the sea. So yeah, please listen to this really great conversation with Lynn. Hi Lynn, welcome to the Transformations with Jane podcast. It's great to have you on the show today. Hi Jane,
1: thanks for having me on the show.
0: So where are you coming in from today where are you calling in from
1: i'm in tokyo right now
0: you're in tokyo how's the weather in tokyo today
1: it's getting cold but it's still all
0: right it's still all right yeah it's a yeah. beautiful day here in fukushima and i really want to be outside in this beautiful weather but it's a little bit chilly so winter is definitely coming so lynn tell us a little bit about yourself and why you're on the show today
1: Right, so my name is Lynn Nishitani, and I work for Atlantic Pacific, and I am a Japan project manager, but I am currently a university student in Tokyo. Um, I have been working for Atlantic Pacific since 2020 June, so it's been more than two years and a half. Mm. Um, but I was volunteering for Atlantic Pacific as a translator a few times since um, October 2018.
0: Great. So we were talking a little bit before we pressed record that you have grown up in Japan, yeah? And you are, did you say half Malaysian, half Japanese?
1: Yeah, my dad is from Malaysia and my mom is from Japan. I grew up in Japan the whole life. mm
0: -hmm. Your whole life. And did you... Grow up in Tokyo?
1: I was born in Hyogo, and I went to Momo Japanese school, junior high school in Hyogo. And then I moved to Nagano, and I attended an international boarding school.
0: What yeah, was that and, like? Was it good?
1: Yeah, it was a great opportunity to,
0: to
1: um, practice English, but also to get to know many other pe- different people. different
0: backgrounds yeah that uh that school looks like a really nice location and did you do the ib program there as well yes yeah great yeah i'd like my kids to go to that school in the future (laughs) if possible yeah Yeah. okay so you grew up in hyogo so kansai area and now you're in tokyo at university yes i think you might be the youngest guest we've had on Transformations oh, with really? J. I mean, you might be. Yeah, I think you might be. I'm trying to remember. We've had more than 100 episodes, so. Um, right. But I think maybe mid twenties is kind of earlier. So maybe you you're the winner. Congratulations. Right. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> yeah. So you were talking a little bit about Atlantic Pacific. Uh, in your self-introduction. And I think lots of people will be wondering, what's Atlantic Pacific? So please tell us a little bit about that.
1: So Atlantic Pacific is, is an NGO and has a base in UK and in Japan. But it started in Japan. Um, after Great East Japan earthquake, the area we work at, um, it's called Nebama area in Kamaishi Mm -hmm. city in Iwaki prefecture, Mm -hmm. Um, it got devastated devastated by the tsunami and the project started to revitalize the area and as an international organization, Atlantic Pacific's vision is to combat global journey and as I work in Japan, we work with many um, young people especially from kindergarten to high school students to um, promote sea safety and also ocean awareness and we deliver many educational programs to educate students about um, sea safety and and also um, ocean plastics issue.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow yeah in Japan I haven't seen a lot of sea safety training happening right so i'm from new zealand and sea safety is a big thing we have a lot of um what's it called like lifeguard school or beach um, beach lifeguard training clubs and things around the country so that lots of people are good swimmers in the sea or are able to help if somebody is having trouble swimming in the sea or, or something happens, right? Uh, but in Japan, yeah, I haven't noticed those kinds of clubs or training uh, opportunities for young people. So that's something that Atlantic Pacific is doing. Yeah. Mm, okay. And so if someone is in Tokyo and they're listening to this episode, how can they get involved with what's going on with Atlantic Pacific?
1: So we have a summer camp every year. And at summer camp, we the participants can experience different marine activities, including lifeguards, lifeguarding, fishing, swimming, sailing, and also getting on a lifeboat. Mm-hmm. And especially young people in Tokyo don't really have Many opportunities to experience marine activities. So, we have been most of our participants are from Tokyo or Tokyo oh, okay. area, mm-hmm. and they come to Kamaishi to experience different um, activities. And they really enjoy, especially um, lifeguarding or lifeboat activities.
0: Wow, that really does sound like an exciting way to spend your summer holidays. Have you done yeah. this summer camp? Yourself,
1: Yes. Um, this summer I was in Kamaishi delivering to 40 young students.
0: Oh, you were the, one of the camp leaders? Yes. Oh, okay. And what was the main benefit to the kids of coming on this uh, summer camp?
1: I think um, the students didn't know each other before they joined this camp. But Mm. throughout the five days, they really bonded, and because they went through different activities together, so our um main part of main focus of our program is also about leadership. So, through um different activities, students are encouraged to practice leadership, communication skills, and yeah teamwork. So I saw a bond between. Different um, participants.
0: Yeah, I'd say so. You you kind of have to get along with each other, don't you? When you're doing those yeah. kinds of activities, but it's a great way just to break the break the ice and just get along with strangers. Yeah, who become your new yeah. friends. Yeah. Yes,
1: and and also the participants' um, age varied a lot, but we had um, grade seven students. But we also had grade twelve students, but um, they really bonded together. They um were playing all together. So it was a great, it was great to see.
0: I see. So even though, so you saying grade seven, that's junior high school, first grade, right? Yes. Up to grade twelve, which is high school.
1: Third grade. Third
0: grade. Okay. So yeah, like. What 12 year olds and 18 year olds all getting along together and wow yeah that sounds really great an opportunity to learn from each other and make different friends of all ages yeah I have two children and they are still too young to go on the summer camp unfortunately (laughs) maybe in a couple of years so I will definitely keep that in mind what a great opportunity for people especially you don't have to be local right you don't have to be in Iwate to
1: Enjoy no, these,
0: yeah
1: mm. it's a great opportunity for those who live in urban area to sort of experience the tohoku area lives mm. Mm. because the sanriku coastline is beautiful and the scenery you get to see in kamaishi is beautiful so i think that participants also enjoy um, being in nature during um, summer holiday
0: yeah, I'd say so. Wow, great. And also I I see that um, Atlantic Pacific Japan has a special competition that they're running right now. It's It's open to entries right now. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Because I think this is a really, really nice opportunity for kids or young adults as well to do something a little bit different from potentially what they're doing in their daily life at school.
1: Yes. So our competition is called Ocean Revival Competition. It's like an idea contest where we gather innovative, unique and creative ideas to solve ocean plastic problem. And anyone under 25 years old can enter any idea as an individual or as a group and we have a panel of judges who have expertise in different fields so it's a really great opportunity for young people to actually start thinking about the solutions for this pressing is- issue of the world and we started this competition last some last spring so this year's is the second that we have yeah, and we are really looking forward to having many ideas
0: mm. okay yeah i see some of your judges are very familiar to me yeah right. angela ortiz she was a guest on the show oh nearly two one and a half years ago i know angela and also tova kinoka right. yeah and we have a funny, Tova and I have a funny uh, thing in common is that our children both have the same names. So she has two oh. children and I have two children and her son's name is the same as my son's name and oh. her daughter's name is the same as my daughter's name. That's very weird. Oh. Yeah, very funny. Anyway, um, they are not the same age. That would be very, even more strange. Uh, and then you have Robin Lewis from my Mizu. He's a very cool guy. And who was the other one? Uh, Guy
1: Guy Perryman, is it's it? Yes, yeah. Guy Perryman. And I was actually on case radio. Oh, you went on Guy's radio show! Oh, great! Yes. Yeah, I met
0: Guy recently. He's very nice too. What a yes. great lineup of judges you have for this competition!
1: We'll have more judges to come. Okay, but so we I'm haven't, yeah, um, announced yet.
0: Great. Well, since I know many of the judges you have already, I can see you have some great judges there who who know a lot about the environment and about the area of Kamaishi, et cetera. And so can you tell us a little bit about last year's competition? What but, happened? So yeah.
1: We have two um, age categories. Mm-hmm. And for the winning um, idea for the older category was uh, – was to make lifeboy out of recycled plastic. Mm. And that was the winning idea for the older category and the younger category, it was really interesting because um, we selected three, win- three winners um, first and those three winners made presentation at the final event. Oh, the and Finalists, actually, right? Yeah, three finalists, yes, finalists.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: and two of the finalists were really young. Ooh. They were in, um, they were still in elementary school, and they were second or third year of elementary school. Mm. So we really want to encourage more and more young people to get involved in our competition. Yeah, and so the winning idea for the younger category was a curry with rice the japanese traditional curry mm. and she shaped the rice as a shape of fish okay and she put um vegetables in rice so mm-hmm. when you cut the rice you see the vegetables coming out of the rice Okay. And she wanted to promote the idea of ocean plastics mm-hmm. and how fish eats microplastics. Oh, through
0: see.
1: So it was a really unique idea and it's a really realistic idea. Mm. That's why her idea was chosen as a ruler.
0: Wow. What a very imaginative idea to come yes. from your very young competition entrant. Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. I would never have thought about that. Wow. Mm. Okay. So, yeah, that's really great. I'm sure that lots of people who are listening to this show have younger kids or uh, sort of middle school age kids who might be able to take part in this. And there's still time to enter, isn't there? Because the cutoff date is... December 19th. December 19th. So we still have
1: Mm. a few more weeks. weeks.
0: Yeah, that's right. And it's not... You don't have to do a huge amount of work you just need to create the document with some information about your idea Yeah. yes mm. you
1: can just even you can just um enter a drawing
0: mm. mm-hmm. and yes some
1: explanation. and if you're mm. yes yeah. and if we get um chosen as finalist we invite you to our final event in which um you get feedback from the judges and we select the winner
0: mm. and that's in kamaishi the event is in Kamishi or in, in Tokyo? We are
1: planning today in Tokyo. Oh, in Tokyo. Oh, okay.
0: Yes. Right. I see. So maybe not so far. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Oh, well, I really hope that uh, lots of people will into this and I will be uh, sharing this with some of my friends and hope that their children will be interested in taking part in this competition. It would be a really uh, fun thing to be a part of, I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So how did you first become involved with Atlantic Pacific? What was your first sort of encounter with them?
1: So in my my international school, I did an IB and as Hmm. part of the IB curriculum, we had our student initiated program project. And as part of the project, um, I went to Kamaishi in Iwate Prefecture with um, my classmates because one of my classmates was actually from Kamaishi. Oh,
0: wow. Right. And
1: that's when um, I met Kate and Robin, who are the founders of Alternative Pacific. And the school, I my school and the school Alternative Pacific works with is a partnership school.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: that's um how we had a connection. And since then, they were looking for translators. So I volunteered to be a translator in October and December 2018, mm-hmm. and also 2019 summer. And then after I graduated from high school, mm-hmm. I took a gap year, and they are still looking for uh. So because it was a COVID time, uh-huh. um, they couldn't come to Japan. So they were um, trying to find somebody who could manage the project in Japan. And because I was taking year, I was looking for something to do. And I thought it was a great opportunity. So I signed up for it. And since then I've been working as a Japan project manager and i started university this september but i'm still working with them
0: Mm, wow so it sounds like it was a great opportunity that came along when you i think in your gap year you couldn't leave japan so easily right yeah yes yeah and i'm sure they were happy to have you on their team what's some of the things you've learned from working with atlantic pacific
1: Mm, i think i wasn't very good at um Teaching something or speaking with young people, especially elementary school students or junior high school students, because I don't know how to act like behave with them. Okay. But, um, as, um, one of our biggest, um, programs is an educational program with, um, young students. So, um, I had to learn how to, how to talk to them and everything was online so i tried to make everything interactive our online programs interactive and that's something i learned as a skill Mm. throughout the past two years Mm
0: -hmm. so so now you're just starting off your university studies
1: are you what do you did that influence what you're studying now at university yes because um So we had many online programs. Hmm. We delivered online programs to young people. And for that, I researched a lot about like ocean plastics or sustainability. And that actually made me want to study more about sustainability. And now I'm doing sustainability and management in university.
0: So I'm at
1: management department, but with a focus around sustainability. Mm
0: That's fantastic. And I think you can kind of understand how it might be useful in the real world. It's from your experience working with Atlantic Pacific, right? Yes. Yeah. What a great yeah experience that has been to give you some direction with your studies as well. Did you know that you wanted to do that before you started doing working with Atlantic? You didn't know. Okay. Because yeah, I think a lot of young people think, oh, I have to choose something
1: to study and I don't know what to focus on. And right. yeah, but so if you I'm have... really glad that I yeah. took a gap year and took some time apart from studying. Yeah. So I really got to experience different things that I couldn't do much in high school because I had a lot of focus on academics. Yeah. So I'm really glad that I had this opportunity.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, Thank you for sharing your experience with with doing this and how that sort of, uh, if not affected, how that's influenced your studies, your future studies, because I think we have a lot of parents listening who might be wondering, oh, my my children don't know what they want to do. What should, how can I help them? Well, maybe they can help them by giving them opportunities to take part in something like this or um, finding these kinds of, opportunities to join so yeah it was just it was i think it was kind of luck almost that you found your way to atlantic pacific at the start right um sometimes your parents can help too by offering opportunities to their kids and you just don't know what's out there sometimes there's so many different things happening so yeah thank you for sharing that and something that i like to ask my guests on this show too is uh what is something that you are dreaming about for the future. Do you have any future dreams what you might like to do? Could be um, in 5 years, could be 10
1: years. Well, I'm not sure what exactly I want to do in the future, but I have a dream lifestyle that I want to um live. A That's... dream lifestyle. Yes. Yeah, tell me about um, that. Yeah. So I love nature, especially in Japan. And that's one of the reasons why I love being in Kamanchi. Because the Sanriku coastline scenery is beautiful and I really love like sky, ocean and mountains in Japan. So in the future I just want to be in nature, like living nature and with a few dogs. Dogs? So that- yes <laughs> very <laughs> important dogs. yes dogs yes, yes. nature's yes. dogs yes. and i want to do what i want to do that's mm. yes and not something that somebody else forced me to do that's something i'm dreaming mm. To
0: me. i see this is fantastic what you've just said do you know why no <laughs> because when you are making a decision in your future going forward, ah, should I take this job or should I move there or whatever, you can look at your dream lifestyle and go, "Mm, does it have nature? Yes. Does it have dogs? Yes. Does it have, you know, XYZ? Yes. Okay. Maybe I'll try this. Or does it have nature? No. Oh. Is this really a good idea for me or you know should I think more carefully about this so now you have your your dream lifestyle you'd like to live you can use that to guide your decisions carefully yeah in the future right, right? what you're studying the any opportunities you take in the future it's yeah. going to be such a great help because if you don't have those, one day you'll wake up and go, wow, I live in New York City. I have no dogs and I have to go to work from nine to five. What happened to my dream life, right? It's it's yeah, completely different. Definitely. Mm. Well, I'm really glad we talked about this today, Lynn, because in the future you'll be able to come back and listen to this episode. And so how old
1: are you now? Can I ask you? I'm 21.
0: You're 21. Okay. So maybe even when you're 23, you might come back and listen to this episode on the podcast and go, whoa, I was so young. I had no idea the amazing things that will happen to me. But also you'll be able to say, yes, I followed my dream lifestyle. I'm doing things in nature or or whatever. Yeah. It's good to remind yourself. So. Mm -hmm yeah we've created a record for you to check back on in the future and i have i have to ask what kind of dogs are in this dream lifestyle in the future uh,
1: big dogs like golden retriever because i had a golden retriever a few years ago but he had passed away so i want to have live with another golden retriever in my future
0: okay so you like really big dogs yeah yes yeah golden retrievers have a lot of energy and uh, enthusiastic about everything aren't they yeah yes. yeah in japan it's kind of hard to have a, <laughs> a big dog yes. like that right yeah. but if you're in iwate i think there's plenty of space up there for big yeah. dogs yeah well it's been really fun talking to you today lynn thank you so much for coming on the show is there anything that you wanted to ask me or is there anything that you wanted to talk about more that I didn't ask you?
1: Well, I just want to say thank you for having me today. That's
0: okay. I've enjoyed speaking with you today. And I'm okay. really impressed with this work that you have done with Atlantic Pacific. And if anyone wants to go and check out their website and uh, other links, social media, etc., you can find all of that information in the show notes and see some of the work that they've done in Kamaishi to help um, prevent drownings in the future if there is another tsunami or something like that happens. I think uh, there was some information about, is it Lifeboat in a Box? Is that what it's called?
1: Yes. Yeah, can you tell us a little bit about that? So Atlantic Pacific delivered its first lifeboat in a box to Nebama Beach in Kamaishi. And the lifeboat, is run by local residents, mm-hmm. and we use the lifeboat to train local people, and it's a tool for local communities to help themselves when something happens. Right. And so we call it lifeboat in a box because lifeboat is in a um, container, and it's sort of like con- the lifeboat is living in a house, in a box.
0: mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a shipping container that protects the lifeboat when it's not being used, right? And then the local people can just use it when they need it in an emergency or something. And they know how to use it because they've been trained how to use it, right?
1: Yes, yes. And Mm -hmm. we are trying to train more young people. So at summer camp, um, participants will get to ride on a lifeboat. And Mm -hmm. it's a very unique experience, I think. So the participants really enjoy being on a lifeboat because Mm. there's no other opportunity, such opportunity for students to be on a lifeboat.
0: Yeah, I think so. I was at the beach this summer with my family and I was very happy to see they had some lifeguards at the beach. Um, Usually, like last year, there were none because of COVID and they shut the beach. But people went to the beach and people were swimming and there was no lifeguard. There was no area for safe swimming and so I didn't want my children to swim because I thought it's I felt it's too dangerous. And so last summer I was happy to see their lifeguards came back and they were patrolling in a kind of lifeboat uh, while people are swimming. But I noticed they are very old. <laughs> like yes. uh, grandfathers, all of them are over probably over 65 years old and I thought wow what's going to happen in the future? where are the young people who are learning how to do lifeguard duties or learning the about the sea and learning about the the waves and how the waves uh, what happens with the waves in, in the beach uh, at this yeah. time of year like there's a lot of knowledge you need right so that was a little concerning when i noticed that yeah so i think in kamaishi hopefully yeah you can solve that problem with yes. the activities from Atlantic Pacific. Yeah. Yes.
1: And we also have a spring camp in March. Oh. And because mm. it's really cold, it's still yes. really cold in March <laughs> in the whole yes. area. Yes. So it's really difficult to do different marine activities that we mm. do in summer. But still, uh, we do in class, in classroom activities. Mm-hmm. And Students will get to learn about sea safety, like waves and tides, and how to do search and rescue, and all those uh, knowledge. Mm-hmm. And also, we have a focus around plastics, so we have different workshops to learn about plastics and also um, get to start thinking about solutions. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the application is also open for spring camp, and okay. because our camp is very popular, we decided to host two camps this spring, mm. so there's more opportunities for uh, more students to join.
0: That's great to have something in the spring holidays too, great. Um, more theor- theory and sort of, yeah, different ideas and more action yeah. in the summer, I guess, yeah? Yes, yeah. and
1: okay. also because the Great East Japan earthquake was happening in March 2011, yes. um, we also um provide opportunities for students to hear stories from the local residents who survived from the disaster. So it's a great opportunity because more and more young people don't know about what happened in 2011.
0: That's right. Yes, exactly. So I'm sure you remember because you were what 10 yes. 10 or so yes. when that happened Ten. right my children weren't born yet and so often i'm right. saying oh when the big disaster happened and they say yeah yeah okay we <laughs> but they yeah. they really can't understand how terrible it was because they weren't there yeah it's right. just um mum and dad's boring talking again and you know um yeah. so yeah it would be yeah it's really important not to forget yeah about Uh, what did happen and for young people to understand uh, just how dangerous it can be and how to prepare how you can be prepared and then you can handle the situation if something happens yeah yes well thank you so much for coming on the show today lynn please keep in touch with me and let me know what's happening so i can tell lots of people about the activities of atlantic pacific and all the best for the competition that's coming up i hope you get lots of great applications for that all right
1: thank you so much
0: thank you bye Bye. so that was the conversation with lynn ishtani i hope you enjoyed hearing about her from her perspective and how she came to be working with the organization atlantic pacific and also yeah just how that's really guided her in her life so far I think that's really fantastic to have some purpose to what you're doing even at a young age like that I know I certainly didn't have that when I was that old so way to go Lynn that's awesome I really hope that uh you or your children will take part in some of these activities that they have going on especially the competition which finishes soon but if you're listening to this later then you might be in time for the one next year so keep your eyes open i see they have lots of great judges from our community here in japan some of them you may know that's really really awesome so keep in touch lynn and atlantic pacific i'll be watching what you guys get up to and all the best for the competition I hope you get lots of great entries and thank you so much for listening as always we have our end of the year check-in episode coming soon and also I'm going to say this now so that, that I don't check it out or forget to do it but I want to uh, do a solo episode as well before the end of the year talking about some of the things that have happened recently and my learnings from. Uh, attending of all things bruno mars concert that's all for today we'll see you again soon thanks for listening bye